0: If you want to build authority, but you have zero posts or any online presence, where do you start? Last week I talked about the difference between networking and outreach and building authority as two different marketing mechanisms for getting clients and building your business. I talked about when to do the outreach and when to do the authority and how there's a time in between where there's a lot of overlap. So let's say you're there and you're ready to get started building your authority machine. What is the first thing you should do? Now, this is a constant hot topic inside our group, No BS Agency Mastery. And I can give you more details about what it looks like to join that conversation at the end. But for right now, let's talk about what to do when you're ready to start building that authority machine. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one-to-two-person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. So you want to become an authority online and you want to build a presence, but you have nothing. This can be an incredibly daunting task. And in life and in business, I normally would say that the most important part is just showing up, just doing it. But here's why I caution you against approaching authority building that way. Because that's what most people do online. They feel like they need to be seen, they need to market, they want to be seen as an authority. And so what do they do? They just start producing and putting out content. And there's nothing wrong with that, except for the fact that it can be a really exhausting thing to do and you tend to burn out pretty quickly, if you don't have a strategy. Now, let me frame this conversation quickly, that I am speaking about building authority, not just being seen and doing marketing. These are two different things. There are plenty of industries where you can do dances on TikTok or Instagram and get a ton of following and probably even squeeze a bunch of sales out of it. For example, in the fitness world, there are so many people doing all kinds of dances and fun and engaging posts that garner a big following. And frankly, if you created content like that too over a period of time and do it really consistently, you would probably also be able to build a following. However, the question is, is it the right following based on the right ideas? In our space, in the small branding agency, marketing agency world, we wanna build authority because we wanna be trusted as strategic thinkers. We want people to trust that we know what we're talking about. That's the reason they're going to pay us 20, 30, 40, $50,000 for a project to help them brand their business or build their website, because they inherently trust us. They've seen what we think, they they like our point of view, and they're interested in handing over the keys to their castle, really, and showing them the way. And that requires a little more thought. Now, one thing we do wanna bring along with us is we want to be engaging and entertaining, because when it comes to content online, it's not just about information, it's about infotainment. How can I give this information in a way that is going to hook people and engage them and want, keep them wanting more. So all of that is to say that I don't think starting to build your authority online starts with just start posting, just start making a bunch of content. I think that although that can be a good approach if you were able to stick with it, I think very few to no people can actually stick with that. So what do you do instead? Well, first, you make sure that you have a cushion. The reason I don't recommend starting building your authority machine in the very beginning of your business is because you don't have a cushion with clients or cash. So if you start to create content, but you don't have enough cash or time, it's gonna be this constant stressor on you. You're gonna always feel like you're not doing enough because you could always be doing more and you're never gonna have enough time to do it. It's not gonna be bringing your clients in the beginning and you should really be spending all of your time looking for clients because you don't have them, because you haven't had enough clients in your past that you can really build a solid authority foundation. I remember talking to somebody a couple of years ago who was just getting started in her business And she said i really want to charge authority prices expert prices and i said how many clients have you had and she said i haven't had any yet i said so you're not an expert yet (laughs) so how are you going to charge expert prices and how are you going to be seen as an authority if you haven't even had one client yet and you know, that's the hard truth. Like Part of this is that you want to build authority online while you're building authority offline by actually becoming better and better at what you do. So that's another reason why I wouldn't just jump into creating content. It's, you're gonna have a hard time getting clients from it, but also there's a little bit of a chicken in the egg when it comes to building that authority when you're still very new in business. So instead, do the marketing that's gonna bring you clients now build your skills, learn from each new client, raise the prices, hone your systems, hone your process, build up your price point a little bit more, get it a little more profitable, build a solid network of people who know, like, and trust you so that you have the experience and the network to keep feeding you clients and then start doing this. Now, the reason I'm saying all of this, right? You're still like, so what do I do first? The reason I'm saying all of this is because here's what I want you to do first, and it's really hard to do if you haven't done all of that beforehand. What I want you to do first is actually take a step back and do a deep dive process on your own experience and what you know and what you think. There is so much information online and a more novice approach to content creation is just to regurgitate that info. And that's when you end up spinning your wheels and creating a ton of content, but nobody's really paying attention and you're driving yourself crazy and nobody wins. But if you take some time to evaluate what you've done, what you think, and figure out what your specific point of view is, and along the way, develop what your brand voice is going to be, if I'm in the branding space and there's so many people in this space, what's my specific point of view? You know, am I the person who thinks it's all about mission driven and heart centered and connecting with people and, you know, doing good in the world? Is that my brand? And what is my point of view on that positioning? Because there's a lot of people who feel that way. And a lot of people who center their brands around the idea of being mission-driven and heart-centered. It's a great positioning, but it needs more than that. Because if you just stop there, you're going to fade into a sea of sameness with everybody else who is saying that. So it requires going a little bit deeper and figuring out, okay, that's my positioning and you know, and I'm also doing it in this edgy way. Or I also, am the person who actually, even though that's how I feel, I'm really against how people use that positioning in a very superficial way, right? I'll tell you something that this is not part of my brand because it's not my brand. But if I were to go in that direction, I would talk about how I really don't like how A lot of businesses out there talk about their mission, but they're not necessarily putting their money where their mouth is. So I know a lot of people will say that they support some sort of cause and maybe they put like a small amount of percentage of their revenue towards this cause, but that cause is very disconnected from their brand and it feels a little performative, frankly. Now I could go on about that, but that's not the point of my story. The point of my story is, Do you see how that's adding a layer of depth to the positioning of a business that is all about being mission-driven? I'm mission-driven, but I actually think that this kind of mission-driven is really performative. One of my favorite questions that I started asking when I was building brands really early on, and it's all over my book, is instead of asking what do you stand for in your brand, which everybody asks, and most people's answers are usually pretty generic, I like to ask what are you against? What do you dislike about your industry? What do you hate about your industry that you're trying to fix? So when it comes to looking for our positioning of our brand and our voice and our point of view, I would ask myself the same question. Okay, this is who I think I am. This is what I am all about. This is what I think. And also, what do I not like? That somebody else who has maybe a brand in a similar positioning or a similar space might think. You know, what am I against? And start to ask yourself those questions to figure out where your specific space can be. Now, this is obviously a very deep and high-level conversation. It's something we spend weeks and sometimes months on inside No BS Agency Mastery in the authority section. And we get really deep because the deeper you go, the more you're going to find something that is not only... Unique and specific, but it's really true to you. And when you find those areas that are true to you, that are combining all these different aspects about what you think and your point of view, it is going to make the content creation so much easier. And not only that, what you create is going to be so much more interesting and it's going to be so unique to you. And these are the things that we want to do when we eventually start creating that content. We want to have clarity around what we do and don't think and what kinds of ideas we want to own as our brand pillars. I'm sure you've heard of this idea of having pillars of your content, right? What are the main things that I talk about? Well, it's not just I talk about profitability and I talk about you know client acquisition and I talk about intensives. It's like a layer deeper than that. I talk about these things and my point of view is specifically this, not that. And so if you can flush that out in the beginning, that is the first step to building an authority machine. Because once you get pretty clear on that, and by the way, you're not going to figure it out a hundred percent because the process is pretty cyclical. You do this work first, but you're not doing it at the beginning of your business. You're doing it after you've worked with quite a few clients. You've been in the industry for a certain amount of time. You've connected with tons of people. You've, you know, d- done some basically organic Market research, and you've come to some conclusions about what your point of view is and what you think. Then you do this work, and this is the beginning of the authority process. You uncover some ideas that you have developed over time that you weren't aware of consciously, but you've been developing unconsciously. And then you go into okay, now let me flush this out into content and then take that content and use you know, systems and methodologies that are already in place. That's why we built Authority Machine in No BS Agency Mastery as the third phase because there's no reason for you to reinvent the machine part of it. The, the core piece that's all about who you are and what you think, that has to be authentic to you. But the machine doesn't have to be authentic because that's not what anyone's seeing. That's just the vehicle that you use to communicate all the things that you think. So flush out your point of view, your brand, your voice, Create then some core content pieces, that's the next step. Create core content pieces that are almost like your manifesto, right? Here are the main things that I think and I feel very strongly about, and let me create some pieces of content that really summarize those things and then go deeper into them. And then from there, we can take that and we can multiply that information hundreds of times, both in different pieces of content that are going to look at each idea from different angles and I uncover them and dissect them in different ways and taking those pieces of content that you create and then chopping them up, splitting them up, multiplying them into all kinds of assets that can be deployed on a lot of different platforms to get in front of a bunch of different people over and over and over again without you being there. That's really the heart of building an authority machine. Eventually, you'll have all of this stuff in a machine that is doing the marketing for you. But the very first thing you need to do is figure out why the fuck anyone should listen to you. (laughs) To put it bluntly, why should we listen to you when there are so many other people out there? And yeah, that's harsh. I know a lot of people who shy away from creating content because they think, well, everything's already been said and I don't have anything new to add. You do have something new to add. Everybody has something special and unique to add. And that thing that's gonna make it special requires a little bit of digging deep. And if you do this, your efforts moving forward, creating content are going to have a much bigger effect. They're gonna connect more deeply with the people you want to connect with, and they're going to bring those people closer to you more easily. No like and trust. You need to be seen, and then we need to like you and trust you. And if you're just regurgitating the same things that everybody else is saying and you're staying surface, we might see you, but we won't necessarily have a reason to really like you. Now, you have a reason to like you, everybody does, but it's not easy and it's not natural necessarily to communicate that when you sit down to write a Facebook post. That's the kind of thing that takes thought and effort over time and it's a skill that can be absolutely learned with practice. And by the way, like I was alluding to before, the act of doing all of this is going to inform that voice and that point of view even more. So the first step is to kind of uncover where you're even starting, then it's to create some of this content. And then as you're doing that content, it will inform what you did in the beginning and make it even stronger. But you got to start somewhere. That's my personal take. Now, I will tell you my own experience was that I just started writing. I started, my first content that I created was back in 2013. And that was two years after I started my business. So I didn't write anything. I didn't post anything on Instagram or, well, Instagram I don't even think was a thing. I didn't post anything on Facebook for years. Even when I started creating content and I, I started blogging in 2013, I didn't post much of anything online or on any social media for another couple of years. So I just started with my blog. I didn't do any of this work that I'm telling you about, by the way. And I want to tell you why. I didn't know to do it. So instead, what I did was I just started writing. And oh my goodness, those first blog posts were absolutely horrible. They were so bad. They didn't mean any, I don't know what they even said. They were superficial. I remember like feeling like I was brilliant that I was going to explain how brands aren't just your logo, there's so much more. Like that was one of my first articles. <laughs> and it's an important article, right? Because so many people still don't know that. But I thought I was, you know, uh, splitting the atom explaining this. And I kept it really superficial. And that's okay. i wrote articles for a couple of years before I started to really get into understanding what my point of view was. And through those couple of years of writing those articles, I had so much practice writing that I got became a better writer. So I basically did what most people think you should do, which is I just showed up. I didn't have a plan and I just created stuff. And I wrote and I wrote and I stayed consistent. And the reason I'm not telling you to do that is because it was very challenging. I had no roadmap and it took for freaking ever. (laughs) It was years of creating that. And I wasn't getting anything from that in the beginning, but I was, I wasn't getting a lot of, I wasn't getting any traffic. I wasn't really getting uh, clients for a while. I'll talk about that in a second. I wasn't getting, I wasn't bringing me clients. I was still networking my face off or I was be- getting in front of people in different ways through my network and my outreach. But the biggest value that I got by doing that was I figured out all this stuff I'm telling you to figure out in the beginning, just through the process of writing and communicating what I thought I flushed it out myself and it took me years. And so while you could do that, a lot of people don't stick with it for years. I wrote an article every other week and then every week for almost four years before I really started sharing anything on social media and before I got my Forbes column. Four years of doing that, that's a long time. Do you have four years in you to just create content to figure it all out? Probably not. You probably want to do it a lot sooner. So having gone through that process already, if I were to go back and do it again, this is what I would do. I would make sure I had a consistent outreach plan to generate clients now and cash to create the space and time to be able to go deep, uncover some of these ideas, and then create some foundational content that I could then multiply, and then use that process much more quickly and more intensely to feed what that point of view and that brand is. And if you do all of that, you can do all of that pretty intensely probably in six to 12 months. I've seen it happen in less, but generally six to 12 months, if you are doing it consistently and intensely, not throwing spaghetti at the wall, but with intention and strategy, Within a year, you can have a solid authority marketing machine for yourself. But it all starts with that first part, figuring out why you, what you have to say that's different, and learning about how to craft content that is going to make you different because we don't need another person dancing and pointing to things on TikTok, regurgitating simple ideas. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your point of view and we want you to go a little bit deeper because that's really what's going to connect with people. It's easy to make stuff and throw it up and post here and there. It's really not easy to do it in a strategic way and do it consistently. In fact, I have found, especially coaching so many people through this process, that one of the most powerful parts is showing up consistently over time. And it's also one of the hardest, which is why it is so powerful to do it with a group of people with support from others, to be around other people who are doing this work, who you can bounce ideas off of, who can keep you motivated and keep your eye on the prize for the long-term outcome, which is a business that feeds you clients that you want, who want to work with you because they get you, and they like what you have to say. They want to work with you over everybody else. That's what an authority machine does. I don't talk to a lot of prospects for worst of all design. I don't talk to them because I have so much authority out there that the only people I talk to are already ready to buy and they want me over anybody else. And man, I just can't tell you how powerful that is. And yeah, it takes some time to build, but it doesn't go away once you build it. That's what's so cool about it. In my opinion, it's one of the most valuable and important things that you can do for your business. It is also the most valuable asset you can build for yourself is your own authority. This is the third phase of NOBS Agency Mastery where I help one to two person branding agencies scale to $30 to $50,000 months and this is a piece of that. You can do $30 to $50,000 by yourself or with a partner in a month without working that many hours once you build authority. But that's step three, there's still step one and two. And all of this together is how we build that business. So when you're ready to take the next step and you're ready to start scaling to maybe 10 and then 20 and then $30,000 a month, go to nobsagencies.com backslash apply. You can apply risk-free to talk to me or someone on my team to make sure that this is the right program for you, the right fit, and it's the right time find out more about the program, apply risk-free, and surround yourself with a community of people who are doing this work, who are motivated and hungry to build this business for themselves and for their families, because that's really what our community is about. It's about building this business to support entire families in their dreams. Being able to make more money in less time, it's not about the money, it's about the time that you free up to spend with your kids. It's about the time you free up to be able to work on that creative project that you keep putting aside because you have to make cash, getting back to your art, getting back to your other ideas. I work with so many creatives and we all have a book full of ideas that we just can't wait to get to. Instead of trying to do all of these things at once and not really doing any of them well, build a business that supports your ability to do all of those other things you want to do. Go to nobsagencies.com backslash apply and let's see if now is the time for you to take that really impactful next step. That's all I've got for you today. Next week, we will wrap this little series about building authority. See you then. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show and I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is "Knock 'Em Down by The Shrugs.